you will find your community when you find yourself. And I think the loneliness or the being on your own is actually one of the most beautiful things you can gift yourself because you actually start to understand who you are. I'm Luca Ridi and welcome to the Feeling Alive podcast. I believe there are five key areas of life that when we harness, enables us to live an empowered and fulfilled life. Each episode, I'll interview experts on different aspects of one of these five key areas, which I call the five pillars. Medicine, men, move, mission, and migrate. You see, I'm tired of seeing the immense potential of those around me go unrealized and unserved because the best version of yourself exists right now. It's time to wake up. Welcome everyone to another beautiful episode of Feeling Alive with Luca Reedy. I am, this is my, I am, and this is my podcast. (laughs) I am so excited. I don't know where that was going. I am so excited for this one. This podcast is on the fifth pillar, migration, where we're shifting from the old environment into the new. And I'm excited to interview this beautiful person because she has a beautiful message for us to share with everyone who are going through this stage of shifting from an old environment into the new. And this is a particular challenge that I have personally faced, and that's finding the community that supports you. It's a crucial stage when we're shifting from the old environment into the new of our own personal development and finding the best version of ourselves. And that's why I bring this lovely human here today to talk about some key aspects of what we can start doing in our own world to make that shift and that transition as easy as possible. So when we're on this this version this finding this version of ourselves, this journey of finding that version of ourselves, we are we're shifting in a way that we're releasing old identities and that can be quite uncomfortable because that's the known and we're shifting into the unknown. And when we are shifting out of the old and out of the known, there is the release of this identity and the, the establishment of a new identity. And when we need that new identity to be supported, we need a community to do that. So without further ado, I welcome you this beautiful human, one of my great friends, one of my mentors I've called upon a few times in desperation, the creator of the Lightworkers Academy, an epic activator, soon to be author, Tracy Spencer. Hello. Hello, beautiful friends. What, what an intro. Oh my God, this is so fun. I'm really excited. Activation. I mm. love it. I'm so glad to be here with you. And I know it's just an audio version, this one, because we are separated by geographical locations but I'm really excited to actually sit down with you on camera and do this because I know that it will be a really fun jam so unfortunately fortunately and unfortunately this has to be the uh, first one of our many episodes but it's really good to have you here Trace. I'm excited mate first of many riffs you and I. Totally (laughs) totally and I just want to mention like uh, your 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 Instagram for a second there because this is this is my like my my newfound love is I call it Tracy TV Danielle and I both call it Tracy TV 
and I'll be working on the laptop or something, doing something, and I'll have my phone up with your Instagram to the side. And like, I'll just be like having you in this, in the background. It's like pushing me along on my journey going, yeah, do this, do that. Or like you have like this epic download or this epic message that just hits me at the right time. And it's actually so exciting for me when you have your new stories come out. So thank (laughs) you. You're so sweet. I I pretty much turn on my Instagram every day and go, what would Luca need today? You know, I just, I just speak to you. (laughs) So you're welcome. (laughs) Oh, that's so good. So, all right, let's get into it. I, I'm really passionate about this and um, I know that a lot of people that a lot of people in your um, in your network that come to you for support in this area and that's finding that community finding that squad that supports you and you work you work in the field of of helping people grow to to find their best versions of themselves so you see this disconnection of their old identity and finding establishing their new identity Mm -hmm. so you know when we when I mentioned this to you I said look I think I really want to interview you. I really want to talk about uh, finding that community. And you were like, well, that's crazy because I'm actually getting a lot of people coming up to me, talking to me about this. So I've got some epic stuff to share. So first of all, let's just talk about, let's just talk about what you, your understanding of this like evolution of community and like shifting from the old into the new. Can you just explain a little bit about what you've experienced with this trace? Yeah. And Holy moly, like so many layers to this topic. So this is something I don't think a lot of people talk about and especially on our awakening journey. Um, I think for a lot of people, they'll resonate with this and I can, I can speak to this because it's my experience. When you start to kind of explore your inner world and maybe you start to, you know, start your awakening journey or your spiritual journey or whatever you want to label it, there comes a time where you start to feel different. You start to feel like, things that used to feel really good to you don't actually feel that good anymore. And the things you used to care about, you don't really give two shits about anymore. And it's like, it can be this really uncomfortable time where you start to see the cracks in things. And one of these things in particular is relationships and friendships. And I love how you said before, when you're starting to kind of shed your identity, I think what starts to happen here is as you explore your inner world, you're starting to, you know, explore the person that you really want to be and you're starting to notice where you're not actually being that person and where you've been dimming that person pretending that person isn't there and people have kind of put you like your friendship group at that time have put you in a certain identity or they've put you in a box and they know you as that person so for example oh I know Trace because she's my friend that I get drunk with all the time or I know Trace because she's the broke one Or I know Trace because, you know, we eat junk food together. And all of a sudden, these things are not actually the person you want to be moving forward. And so your friendships or the dynamics around you start to kind of crumble because you're like, shit, well, if I don't want to do that stuff anymore, then like, who am I going to hang out with? And I think that can be like a really scary thing because there's such a level of trust now between knowing that maybe there's certain people in your life that you're outgrowing or that the friendship or the dynamic in that particular expression has reached its expiry point. And I think this is like a part of the awakening journey that a lot of people don't talk about, that there's a a part where you have to be okay with going alone for a little while. And everyone always, and we actually spoke about this, Luca, before we jumped on the call, like everyone 
seems to label this as like, I've got to cut out all my toxic friendships and my toxic relationships. And like, I understand the language of that and I, and I kind of get the concept, but I would really encourage everyone to not see it as that as cutting people out because that, that starts to, to create a story in your mind that you're losing something. And if I'm cutting someone out, I'm going to be less than and I'm going to be on my own and I won't be okay. So I kind of like to come at this from, let's just reorganize some things in your life right now. Let's just let the universe, and, and here's the thing, the universe is going to start doing it for you, really. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, your friends stop inviting you to certain things because your energy starts to vibrate differently. And from that, like things just start to change kind of, you know, without even needing to control it. And I'm sure you've experienced that as well, um, Luca, but it's really about, you know, loving, getting to a stage where you love yourself enough to let some things go. And that is sometimes friendships in the way that they currently are have been expressed or something like that so that's kind of the first point that I want to say there if that answers the question (laughs) if that sets the tone I think for the conversation I think it's I've got goosebumps so yes it's definitely set the tone um one thing you mentioned there which is the next which is something I want to add to you to add to is uh, the loneliness aspect of this journey and something that I discovered too particularly in my journey when I was finally I had taken the next step where I'd opened that door going into my next path and that was going through my last breakup yeah and having to move into a new house find new friends because I was going out of this stage of like didn't want to drink that much anymore and I didn't want to actually be hung over on a Sunday I wanted to get up early maybe go for a hike or go to the beach at like 7 a.m when no one else was up because that's what my heart wanted Mm. but that's not what I was doing and so I went through this stage of loneliness And then I actually had someone mention to me the term aloneness, so which is a completely different feeling. There's loneliness, which is an aspect of like having nothing else. It's sort of like a a glass half empty mindset. And then aloneness is like, okay, cool. I need some time to rebuild. Yes. Like and 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 re reestablish who I am, or maybe just even write down some things of like where I'm going. So, talk to me a little bit about that, Trace. What's your thoughts? Yeah, love that. And something, there's two things that come to mind with this. The first thing is, and and this is something I've actually been writing about recently, is you will find your community when you find yourself. And I think the loneliness or the being on your own is actually one of the most beautiful things you can gift yourself because you actually start to understand who you are. You actually start to... uh, kind of um, unravel your inner world, which if you're hanging out in the same environments all the time and you're in this habit and you're in this unconscious process and this is, you're just doing the same thing every day, like you never actually give yourself time to step back and be like, hey, I just want to do a little check in here. How am I feeling about this right now? Is this the direction I want to go? Is this actually making me feel good? And yeah, you, you, you start to give yourself that space to unravel. So I think instead of seeing it as loneliness, it's like, hey, my squad is coming, but for right now, I actually want to get to know myself a little bit better and, you know, and go through that process. So I think that it can be really scary or you can see it as so much, like such a beautiful transition. And I, and I understand even saying that, like, a lot of people would be like, yeah, well, I'm in it. And like, my only friend is my cat right now. (laughs) So I get it. But I think like, 
if you just, if you are still kind of, if you understand yourself the same way that you've been showing up and you don't give yourself the space to transition and unravel and things like that, you're going to show up with the same freaking masks to another group of friends. You're going to show up the same way, dimming your light to the next group of friends, unless you have that space to kind of actually step into that and understand and get to know yourself and what are my hobbies and what do I actually love and what really lights me up and what's my purpose, mm. you know? Mm. So that is the first thing that comes to mind for that. And the second thing mm. is, um, and I heard Preston Smiles say this once and it really hit home, like elevation requires separation. If you want to move in the direction that is most calling your heart, it is going to require you to separate from some things that aren't matching up with that. So if you want to, let's just put some things out, make more money, vibrate on a new frequency, hang out with people who are building businesses as well, hang out with people who are going to yoga, whatever it might be, that elevation is going to require separation from things that don't match up with that. And the hardest thing is, is sometimes that's your best friends and sometimes that's family. And it comes back to my point in the first question of like, there's a point where you have to love yourself enough to create space and let that stuff go. And instead of having the perception of like, this means I need to cut people out, it's just like, give it space to breathe. Give yourself space to breathe and let relationships kind of have a new expression. Maybe your best friend from high school that you grew up with, maybe all that changes is that you just don't hang out with them 24-7 the way you used to and your relationship is just looks a little bit different now. Mm. You know, like the expression of it is different. Totally. That's powerful what you say there. And as you said that, it's something came to mind of like a past memory of, of my own experience. I think is really crucial here and you can probably add some stuff to this is that I was working with a, a, a coach on my own and this was just going through my own journey of that separation. Um, and it was talking about, he was talking about like, okay, so your old friend group, you used to meet in a specific environment. Mm. You used to do specific things in that environment. Why do you have to meet them if you do love them still so much? Why do you have to meet them in the old environment? Meet them in a new environment that is supporting you on your future endeavors or your future path say the path that you now want to go down say instead of going to the pub for a beer go have a coffee what's wrong with the morning coffee catching up with the same friend group meet on your terms yeah. and then that way they can slowly start integrating these this new identity of yourself without getting into that separation if it because because let's be honest it's too it's fucking uncomfortable yeah. like it's fucking uncomfortable and we have to get used to that so like you know what is that new environment that you want to get get to do you know what I mean do you know do you have do you agree with that Trace yeah and I think all that I want to add to that and I'm sure that I'll say this and so many people listening will nod their head it's like you just get to a point and that that can be a beautiful kind of uh a way to go about it <laughs> I think there's a lot of people that just get to a point where their environment they're currently in they're like I just don't want superficial shit anymore like I'm just tired of these gossipy conversations like this isn't nourishing me and it's like Sometimes the friendship you could put in any environment and it would still actually be the same thing. So that mm. I think it's like know the difference between cool, can I invite them into a maybe a a better, a more nourishing situation or environment or is it just that my common points with this person 
aren't me anymore and like mm. that's actually okay and there's a beautiful um point here I actually was um speaking to uh someone I'm mentoring this week and we spoke about this how so many people kind of start to get the the intuition of I know I need to move on from this friendship or this relationship and we ignore our intuition for so long because we're scared of the space it's going to create or we're scared of being alone or we're scared of getting to that point where we're like cool literally got no friends um and a lot of people have things about abandonment come up with this it's like maybe you're starting to shine a little bit brighter and certain, I'm going to use, you know, my fingers are doing little quotations here. Certain friends don't like you shining really bright. They don't like your new direction. They don't like that all of a sudden you're positive and sharing truth bombs and doing your thing. And, you know, in that kind of, yeah, they're just stepping into your power. And a lot of people have this story that every time they've, they've stepped up or they've, you know, they're shining brighter, they have some abandonment things come up and they're like, great, I've lost more friends or now I can't talk to that person. And I want to just put a little note here because my friend really beautifully said this um, over the last week. She said, I realize it's never abandonment. It's just my alignment. Mm. It's never abandonment. It's alignment. And like, Mm. I just think that is so potent to remember because we do get that feeling in our body. We do get these stories come up of like, God, if I keep growing, am I just going to outgrow everyone and have no one? And mm. that's where we trust that every time we're expanding, growing, going and, you know, doing our thing. We trust that the universe brings in the people to support our, journey, our next level of our journey or, mm. you know, or our path. And it's like, if you want to keep growing, you want people who are growing with you. Otherwise, you're always going to have your wings clipped. And I think this is even a beautiful um, kind of to go, to go into this conversation of, and we always speak about this, how you need to have your support squad, especially when you're doing, you know, your light work or you want to build a business. So you, you just live a little bit differently, let's say, to the normal, whatever normal means. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just so important to have people around you that aren't going to Um, kind of hang shit on you for your choices or that aren't going to question everything you do or you know that aren't going to doubt everything you do and this is this is why people they stop growing is because they start to make people around them uncomfortable and people start questioning them and then they start questioning themselves and they go yeah maybe I am crazy yeah maybe I am being a bit too hippie yeah maybe I maybe this light work maybe I just made it all up maybe that vision and those dreams are actually not really for me and it's like you need to, and this is why that, that time alone is so important to ground into yourself. You need to be so strong in yourself that you stop questioning your direction and you stop questioning who you want to be and you stop questioning these visions on your heart and this medicine on your heart and then you'll stop attracting people that question you. Mm. That is why I talk about that stage, like not rushing that, feeling everything, feeling the loneliness, feeling the disconnection, feeling the reconnection, feeling the joy, feeling all of it so that you can be so embodied and and know who you are and attract your squad from that point and from that vibration. Oh, bloody truth bombs. That's powerful. That actually brings up that this is another area I want to talk about which is, are there lessons in this area, the, in this challenging environment? So the non-supportive environment, are there lessons there for us? Or are we like trying to 
you know, because when we're going from this, establishing this new community, we want it, we want it, we're running away from something that potentially has opportunities to grow in. And if we can simply, like there might be some ideas that you throw out here, what is there something that we can be paying attention to? Is there something that we can do to actually see the lessons in that? What are your thoughts, Trace? So can I just, um, with a question, can I just go back and say, can you repeat the question? But do you mean when you're in an environment that's maybe not so supportive and you're not sure how to navigate the next step or you're not sure what the lesson is in that? Is that what you're saying, mate? Yeah, so okay. we're in this we're in this non-supportive environment. Yeah, um, we're shifting from our old identity into the new identity, but you know we so often want to run away from this old environment because it's mm. uncomfortable and it's quite quote marks toxic. Yeah, but we could be missing a crucial ingredient there to help us on our path. So is there lessons in that environment that we actually can be like paying attention to, like for instance like you talked about the abandonment like there was something there that actually could be linking us back to some old childhood trauma there and we're like oh wow cool i could have learned from that instead of trying to run away from it and then the yeah. lesson just keep reoccurring until you've paid attention to it yeah and i think so many layers again to this question and everyone would be having a different experience but i think there's there's one kind of main thing i i want to touch on here is just the lessons of like coming back to how is this making me feel like on a really basic level of like if I'm going back to the same friendship and I and I have this conversation with women all the time that will say to me I I just feel like this friendship isn't supporting me anymore and like I'm just a bit over it and they'll they'll like it'll be their story for like six months 12 months and the thing is they don't do anything about it so Mm. I I think it's like it's just it's yeah there's I mean, God, I'm trying to think of so many examples because there are so many, but it's just like if something isn't fueling you, nourishing you, supporting you, I think the lesson in that is just like when are you actually going to listen to this? And, yeah, the learning in, in that is you get to choose. Like if this isn't supporting you, don't you want people who are going to support you? Like, don't you love yourself a bit more than that? Don't you believe that if you're seeing people out there with really beautiful squads and nourishing communities and, you know, wouldn't you want to put yourself in that environment if you got to choose? So I think um, I think the lesson is actually just really comes back to self-love majority of the time, self-worth majority of the time, um, honouring your intuition, honouring the person that you actually know you, you can be and knowing that it's okay to change your mind and it's okay to change, not change who you are, but become more of who you are. You know, it's okay that things you're, it's okay to outgrow things. It's okay that you used to want to do something and now you don't like, I think we can get in the trap of trying to find the spiritual meaning of everything Hmm. when really it can honestly be as simple as, is this friendship bringing me freaking joy or not? Like period, full stop. We don't have to justify a big reason for it. Mm. That's beautiful. That's actually a really good point. The there's a there's an aspect too of this change, right? I mean, change is the only thing that's really been consistent in the whole evolution of this world yeah. of time, right? <laughs> that like every day it's changed. That's it. Yeah. Like what else is, is so consistent? Nothing. Yeah. This world is evolving and changing. So when we realize that, we realize that this is just part of the journey and that we have to 
there's a level of acceptance with that. But also, mm-hmm. I think I really want to go down this path, right? When we do change, we're actually not just doing it for ourselves. We're okay. we're using we're, we're taking we're what's the word we were like we're entering down this path as like the leader with the tribe, let's say a squad or just a heap of people behind us seeing our courage and adapting it and taking it on board and going, Oh, they did that. Look what they're doing now. And you would have seen this in your own experience. Like the old Tracy say back up in the old Jero days or wherever, like whatever, whatever. <laughs> well, you didn't. <laughs> Let's go then. Let's go then. Um, you know, you know, I've been there too. I'm the old Jero. There's the old Jero Luca too. But like, um, like that old Tracy, and then they're, they're looking at you now going, holy shit, what's she doing? Like, that was courageous. I want some, I'm going to take a bit of that on board and start doing that. You know, like there's, we're actually doing it. We're actually doing it for a lot more people than ourselves, and this can be our family too. Like the hardest one yeah. is like when we change and we see the beauty of the change in our life. We just want mm-hmm. our family to be doing this stuff. The, the love, our loved ones. We're like, come see the light. <laughs> you know, like this is yeah. this is something that's big, far bigger than us. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, it's really beautiful, and and that's what we have to remember is like. A, being, let's just feel like, you know, let's just call it leadership, right? Because I really believe this. If you're on an awakening journey right now, leadership doesn't necessarily mean you're leading a whole community so much, unless that is your manifestation of it right now. But leadership just starts with leading yourself, leading yourself out of the mud, leading yourself out of victimhood, leading yourself out of pity parties, leading yourself out of lack, leading yourself out of feeling like shit every day, like, that's the start of leadership is taking, you know, taking, being empowered in your own life, I think. Mm-hmm. So we have to remember that not everyone wants to come out of the mud mm-hmm. and that's actually okay. Mm-hmm. We want to be eyes forward, moving forward and, you know, being magnetic from that perspective and inviting people up with our presence and not our preaching all the time, because that's what we want to do when we get so excited about everything we learn. We're like, let's tell everyone, let's like, you know, preach about all this stuff and it's like yeah that's great like good for you it doesn't mean they're shit people if they don't believe the same thing as you Mm. and I think this is something all of us go through right is is and this is this could be a topic for another day like being on your little spiritual high horse but um just literally loving people so hard that you're like I just wish that you could see this is your story or I wish you could say you could choose a better thought. I wish you could say you didn't have to sit in your shit for another 10 years, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But it's like if we have the torch, like our job is to keep moving forward with people who are putting their torch out for us to light. You know, it's not for the people who aren't putting their hand up and like just want to stay there. Like I think that's just, just part of it. Um, yeah, so I think... I think that's that's the point I want to make about leadership is just remember that like leadership a can be lonely like that's the point if you're a leader you go alone like you're leading a new way mm. it's it's not like you're stepping in somewhere where everyone necessarily gets it but leadership starts you taking control of your own life and and responsibility for your own life that's leadership and then it starts at your kitchen table and it ripples out from that yeah that's that like you said that's a whole other topic like embodiment as well and you know, this is this is funny because 
when we get out of this environment, here's another aspect of this whole finding your community too. There's this point where you're getting quite drained in this old environment mm. and you can see that, you can feel it, you can understand it. Nothing's really like building you up. Nothing's really inspiring you around there anymore where it used to. And so I've heard this term a lot, which is like strengthening your shell. So like coming out of that environment, getting to that stage of aloneness, like recuperating, going like the introvert, extrovert thing where you're like, all right, got to go introvert for a bit, rebuild your power, <laughs> rebuild your understanding of who you are, and then yeah. go back in there for your loved ones. You know, you don't have to go like yeah. be gone forever. You can just go yeah. out, build up who you are, get some acceptance of who you are, get some confidence of who you are, and then go back in with courage and dig deep mm. for your loved one. And welcome all the family triggers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. Every, every time. Um, yeah, I want to... Uh, yeah, I want to add to this and, and maybe open another conversation because this is actually a question I get a lot is when people do have that loneliness or when they when the university is reorganizing friendship dynamics and things like that, and it's like, okay, so if I don't love drinking and I don't like doing this and, you know, all the environments I used to hang out with, well, then where do I meet people as an adult? Like, cool, so, like, where do I go? What do I do? And I want to really, because you know I'm an action taker mm -hmm. and... I want to give some advice here that, you know, maybe I encourage people to take on if they're in this. And it does require comfort zone situation. But just remember that, you know, creating a new community and meeting your people, it requires your active participation in that. Like, I think a lot of people are like, I just can't find my soul sisters yet. They're sitting on the couch every night of the week, you know, and like no one's going to come into your house and talk to you and find you. So... This is where that we're so lucky right now because there are so many oh, courses, workshops, events, um, you know, your beautiful cold water club that you had in Perth, like community um, get-togethers that we can show up to and we know there'll be a like-minded community there. We know there'll be some people who we can connect with. It's just going to require looking up from your freaking phone every now, now and again and being that beautiful, awkward, vulnerable human that walks up and says, hey, how's it going? Mm. You know, as simple as that. I just think that if you're not showing up to an environment that, you know, if you're, if you're not going to show up to a new environment, like people can't show up for you. They, they can't find you. So be like, be in that, yeah, be in that beautiful, vulnerable place of, okay, I haven't quite found my squad. However, I know that maybe they're hanging out here or they're hanging out here. They're hanging out at yoga. They're hanging out at a sister circle. They're hanging out at Coldwater Club. Mm. And even online, like we're so lucky to have online spaces right now where you can actively seek out people that have common interests to you. And that was one of the main drives behind my Lightworkers Academy was the community that I knew was going to form, a community of lightworkers who would speak in the same language because I did not have that when I was first starting my journey. Mm. I did not have that. And that's one of the biggest drives behind why I started teaching events and teaching and, and women's circles because I was like, I want to create a space where people find friends. Mm. Like if there was a Tinder for Soul Sisters, that would go off, right? <laughs> So I want to create that. And what, that's one of the best things that came out from my academy this year is I get, I get like photos from girls in that course that are catching up 
in, you know, in various parts of the world, like, hey, we're just catching up for coffee or, you know, I found my soul sister through this. And that's really where I actually found a lot of my good friends now was when I became a coach and I did it through an online um, coaching certification. And five of my best friends came from that course five years ago. Mm. And we don't necessarily hang out 24-7 because we, we don't all live in Perth. However, when we do, it's like the best thing ever. And I just had to let go of what, uh, you know, the idea of what a friendship had to look like mm. and tune back into how I wanted my friendships to feel. Mm. Because they're two very different things. Um, so I think, I, I don't know if I went on a bit of a tangent there, but I, I even think about the way that you and I met, Luca, was through um, my partner Luke teaching breath work mm-hmm. and you showing up to that, showing up out of your comfort zone, showing up to something you knew that you were interested in and all the beautiful ripples and connections that came just from you being out of your comfort zone and showing up for that. Like when was the last time you went to a workshop, not just looked at it and liked it on social media? When was the last time you you did an online course where you knew there was going to be like-minded people? When's the last time you, you know, yeah, showed up for a yoga class and just the end of the class, even if you just smile at someone and say, hey, how's it going? Like let connections start there, but you have to actively show up to build your community is the message behind all of that big riff. (laughs) like beautifully said trace beautifully said i love the tangent you go on i love it just let it go and flow this is a this is the word that came to my mind which is key and the underlying word i think for this whole message is vulnerability because Mm. it requires your vulnerability to take action or it requires vulnerability to actually make that connection with that person at that workshop or even go to the workshop so the workshop that i did with luke was one of the biggest breakthroughs I've ever done. I was surrounded by 12 other individuals in this, in the breathwork workshop. And I cried Mm. like a baby. I mean, breathwork, I just did a podcast (laughs) with this just half an hour before you talking about the power of breathwork in the healing journey. And Mm. I, in that moment of being vulnerable and taking courage to go to this workshop, but also to express myself truly in this group created a strong friendship. And I knew in that moment, I said, I said to Luke, I said, I said to Danielle, actually, who was in this workshop, my girlfriend, I said, I'm going to be good friends with this guy. And then <laughs> and then we came together, then I meet you, and then now we're having dinners at your house, and we're actually, I, when I when I got stressed out the night before the Cold Water Club because they thought this storm was coming, <laughs> 100 people running into the ocean, I call you, I'm like, dude, what do I do? I wouldn't have been able to yeah. call you if I didn't have, vulner- if I didn't show any vulnerability at all. Yeah, it's so true, and like, I think we just have to get like back to basics of yeah vulnerability and being the awkward beautiful human that like stumbles and is like hey like you know like I think we've just lost that we've lost that because everyone's so up in their head what are they going to think of me what if I say the wrong thing oh my god what if they're too cool for me oh my god am I wearing something that's so cool I have a pimple on my face I can't say hello like all this crazy ego chatter that is just disconnecting us from this beautiful moment of heart-to-heart connection that we could have and like I said even if saying hello feels really stretchy just smile just start to open your energy field up to new connections like don't be surprised at how quickly the universe will work when you open yourself up and you kind of make the declaration of yeah I'm actually ready for a nourishing community right now and I'm ready for new friendships and this is how I want them to feel like Put a photo of a little soul sister or whatever up on your vision board and call it in because there's connections out there. But first, you've got to connect to yourself 
And second is you've got to put yourself in the path of connection mm. to call that in. Oh man, there's so many powerful takeaways from this this chat. I um, I think there's another little thing there that I'm just going to throw in there and I've experienced this mm. directly, is this quantity versus quality. And, you know, mm-hmm. we talk about like, like, okay, so we're in different geographical locations, but when we talk, it's hilarious because we, we like, we accept each other for who we are. We know who we are. We get along. We have like-minded, we share similar values and we get it. We get each other. And so my friend group right now, as well as being spread around because we're, we're moving is, it's a lot smaller than what I used to have. And I actually used to identify myself as being more worthy if I showed up to a pub with 20 friends instead of two mm-hmm. or three. Yes, 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 yes. Mr. Popular. Exactly right. And that's how I think a lot of people are going, especially in like the, um, the community now where we're like, we identify by this, we identify ourselves by how externally validated we can be and how we show up because it's like mm-hmm. this ego thing. It's like, oh, cool, I'm going to be put on a pedestal if everyone thinks I'm like Mr. Popular and like people are going to be like, oh, I want to know him mm-hmm. because he's got 20 friends, but those 20 friends don't know who the fuck you are. Yes. Oh, my God. Luke and I speak about this all the time and this is the beauty of, like I said, showing up where you know you're going to find your community and your like-minded people because, I, can, I mean, I'm sure this was you in your, in your breath work and this is what Luke really experienced with going through his training with that was he would show up and he'd, it would be completely him. Like people wouldn't know him, so he'd meet them as fully himself. And he would leave that week knowing people so much more intimately from a week of being together, fully fully showing up as you, and he would know them more than people he'd known for 20 years. Mm. And that that is when you you want to be calling in a community that gets you from the get-go like that, when you just click, when there's no fancy business there's no shiny it's like you get you get the beautiful full non-diluted version of someone like that that's what you want to be meeting people at for sure and yeah I think it's like you can have so many friends but not actually really know them and that is kind of the old way and that's what I said before about like you just get a bit bored of superficial shit (laughs) like that's kind of what it's like because you just scrape the surface and you do the same old stuff and you don't actually really know and yeah, you don't actually really know people because of um, so many things. But, yeah, it's, it's beautiful when you do really honour yourself and, and, and show up fully to meet people where they're at as well. And, like, you can tell when you meet someone and that's why we click straight away because we're like, oi, you're a bit of a weirdo like me. Like, you're kind of, like, the same. And, and this, this is what you want to do, especially with the social media world. Like, stop trying to be freaking polished and perfect and shiny if that's just not you like be yourself on socials like this is a really basic example but this is just the generation that we're in be fully yourself so people connect with your energy right that's where you draw you draw people in and you find your community through that I think as well rather than still hiding like people can't find you if you you know are being diluted and and trying to trying to be someone or trying to look a certain way or whatever like yeah totally. I want the full concentrated version totally totally you're gonna get it <laughs> um like, yeah <laughs> that's like the shell right the eggshell the veil that everyone puts up is like especially with social media it's all well and perfect and there's no authenticity there to show you go look 
actually today I'm fucking struggling, man. Like, but but yeah. socially or the way you show up, this is not just on social media, but you could show up and be like, hey, bro, how you doing? Like, this could be, a, this is a classic example. It's like, hey, brother, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, man. Yeah, I'm good. Oh, like, yes. yeah, nah, bro, you're not good. I can see it yeah. a mile away. But you're too, you're too chicken yeah. shit to actually start saying uh, how you actually feel. Mm-hmm. You've just lost a potential yeah. connection for a strong brotherhood to take you to the next step, to elevate you, because they were willing to be there with you, mm-hmm. to hold space for you, to share that with you in a non-judgmental space yeah. and give you love and nourish you, yeah. which is what community is all about. Yeah, and that even makes me think about, um, like, especially with men. I think that's, that's yeah, so powerful with guys. Um, like Luke and and I'm pretty sure you went to some of these when you were in Perth. Like Luke just having his like men's meetup every week, like a little men's coffee group. That's all it is. Like, and he tells me he's like, yeah, guys show up to that and they'll have a little healing. Like they'll they'll tell everyone what's going on and everyone will just like listen to them so that they're seen and they're heard and there's no judgment. And sometimes they have a little cry and then they go off to work for the day and they'll feel so much better. And it's like those spaces are out there if you're willing to be vulnerable enough to show up to them and, and get excited mm, for them. hundred percent. I love Luke's little meetups group, meetup groups. We've done some breath work in yeah. the park, like to be able to show up there. Like, this is another yeah. whole nother level is like the men's meetups, like men expressing themselves truly and holding space. Like when mm. we show up there, we just talk expressive, like express ourselves truly. Like, fuck, is that, is that so hard to do? It actually is so freeing I and I love Luke for what he created there and yeah. the guys, like I'm still in the group, but I'm obviously in Bali, but I still get the group messages and everyone's like, yeah, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. And I'm, it's powerful. And I love it. And I love the community that actually Luke's brought me into. God bless, God bless you, Luke. Yeah. And that's the, that's the thing. Like you might show up to something or like even an online thing and then you meet someone through someone in that. Like it's like the connection doesn't just – it's like the, the ripple of light doesn't just stop at that one person. It's like you meet someone and they welcome you into mm. their community. Then you've met then you've met like five, ten more people that are vibing mm. the same as you. Like it really can all come from one moment of um, yeah, of of connection and vulnerability and just being like, you know what, I'm feeling awkward and this is out of my comfort zone, but I'm just gonna show up and I'm just gonna see what happens. Yeah, hundred percent. This has been yeah. beautiful, Trace. I really love where we yeah. ended up with this. I think we've got the message out there, nice and clear, is be vulnerable, be courageous in this journey and know <laughs> that you're not alone. Um for like I yeah. mean, people got a lot of takeaways from this, Trace, and I I know that hundred percent. I knew that was always gonna happen when we were planning this. So can you give us something out there like a truth bomb? I know you love doing that. This is amazing when you do that. That's why I signed up to Tracy DB. Um, <laughs> is there something that like, like something just like that key takeaway that people can use when they're going through this similar experience? Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe not one, but maybe there's two or three. So I think the first one is just loving where you're at and being okay with if you are in that, transition and you do feel really alone like I really just want to let you know that you're not even in those moments where it freaking feels like you are and you're sitting home and home by yourself for another Friday night and you know and you're and you're thinking cool so when when are my friends gonna come again (laughs) you know like we I I really want to say that you're not alone when you do when you really do feel that um that's just a little reminder there the second thing is 
love yourself enough to let go of things that you know are no longer supporting you moving forward. Like, please just love yourself enough to do that and, and trust yourself and trust that the universe is, is guiding you and is bringing in, yeah, your community, your like-minded friends, your soul freaking family. Like, that's don't settle for less than that, pretty much. And the third thing is, is stop hanging around with people who doubt you because it's going to make you keep doubting yourself. And that you are going to outgrow people. You are going to have to move away from certain friendships, certain maybe even family members for a little while. But just, yeah, circle back to that first point. Know you're not alone in that. Know that as you create space and as you kind of like shed the old, beautiful new things are going to come and you might not be able to see them right now, but just please trust that they're coming and actively show up to the best of your ability to help that process. So I encourage you in the next week, show up to something new, show up to a community event, an event, uh, a workshop, sign up for a retreat, do an online training, um, go to a new yoga class, go to a new fitness class, like whatever it is, actively participate in the creation of a new community. Oh, I've got my microphone in my right hand, everyone, and I just dropped it on the floor. You're a clown. That that is just. <laughs> this is what we're gonna do. This is what we're gonna do. The the uh, on film. I think we're gonna just jam hard. We're like part one of eighty seven. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Well, there's some awesome like that. That's just an epic bundle of information for for people wanting to find their squad, find their community. I'm so honoured to have met you, Trace, and I can't wait to see you expand and to see our friendship evolve. And just on that note of what you just said in the next week, to jump on something new. Today, Danielle and I are going to begin a salsa lessons because why the hell not? We are yes. to move those hips and in a bud they've got some epic dance classes. So we're going to do it. Amazing. Um, yeah, I'm really excited for that. But we're going to leave it at that. I can keep going for hours. I'm really grateful for your time, Trace, and I'm really glad that I got to share this with my community as well and get this out there because this is a common challenge, as we both know. Thank you for your time, and I'm really excited to see you next. You're so welcome. I love you, mate, and thank you so much for showing up and using your voice in a powerful way so you can elevate, inspire, activate, do your thing. I'm so grateful for you. Thank you, Trace. And thank you to everyone listening. I really appreciate your time. Please like and share this. I think this needs to be shared. This is a common challenge that we're all facing. And until next time, do your very best and just show up in your own true, authentic way. Lots of love and take care, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to the end. I'm incredibly grateful to share these magical lessons and experiences with you here. Please, if you can do anything right now, adopt the takeaways that our guests give you in each episode and use it in your life and share it with your loved ones because that's what matters. And remember this, Socrates once said, the secret to change is to focus all of your energy not on fighting the old, but on building the new. It's time to wake up, my friends.